Hey y'all, what's going on? Welcome oh, back to the auntie hour. I'm still doing my eight count. Give me one second. Yeah, the music is off. It ain't no real homecoming. Turn your own playlist on later. I should have been the band dancer, y'all, because I got the moves. But wait, the band wasn't there. It was. It was. I was in the band. It wasn't there when we was there. We had no band. Talk about me being in the band. You were the pioneer of the band. Right. It started right with you. It wasn't there. We had none. We barely had a football team. Okay. Okay. Football team started your senior year. The barely. Barely, we couldn't. We didn't even have time to pay them any attention because, yeah. like, right? You here now? All these years, you know, we, we was the only school that was mad that the band was practicing. We was like, "Why are they here?" Yeah, they in the right. <laughs> right. Life at Lincoln, yo. But we didn't know we was missing anything, though. That was definitely. No. I mean, we busy. was busy drinking. Busy well, I can speak for myself. I was busy. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't really. I wasn't occupied with no band. I, Oh, Here we go again. We started when I was doing an intro. Shit. Let's go. <laughs> That's all right. This is the prelude. It's cool. It's a prelude. You can do whatever you want. That's whole episode. Getting right into it. Oh, yes. God. So well, for everybody that wanted intro music, you had some today. Fuck your shit. <laughs> we still That's waiting you for your cousins. Me? We still waiting for your cousins to hit us up with their rhymes. So Thank until you. then. We gonna just give y'all the music that we got from. So after doing karaoke this week, I think I might be able to do our intro. Mm. Okay, go on to the intro, Heather. Thank you. <laughs> this miss. <laughs> y'all don't do this my this miss. Like Dom, I believe in you. I believe in you. Okay. Well, okay. Halo, so, Halo. No, thank you. So we as write you a all tight know, ball. Me and Dom will write a tight sixteen for y'all. Oh like, God, I'm scared. But as you all know, we are four women in four different cities with one purpose to bring you 100% realness. But today we have two special guests with us. Ladies, tell us who you are. Hey, everybody. It's your girl, Ayana, class of 08. Ooh, yeah. Brooklyn. I'm so excited to be here. Thank y'all for having me on. Of course. Of course. Hey, guys. This is Selena. I'm from Trenton, New Jersey, class of 2008. Woo, 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 woo. woo. Oh, Dominique, you outnumbered. Yeah. Oh, I'm always out real Jen. Oh, nine has always been so fine. We always stand tall no matter who's around. Quote that. Ooh, okay. Oh, all right. I have a t-shirt. I love it. Right. The energy. The great 08. Great 08. That's all we got. That's all we got. You know what they say? They say when you want to be successful, you surround yourself with Yo, oh, nine is between two hype-ass classes. Like mm. 08 and 2010 were the most like in your face, take that, take that, Claire. When you hit 09, like we gonna do some shit, but all right. <laughs> yeah, 2010 was kind of wild. Yeah. I was yeah. like, well, what do we think? The way that they wouldn't have been able to do half the stuff they did if it wasn't for us. So oh, 2010 no. was a different work. Blazers. They were a younger version of y'all. Like some of them came in a little bit younger. A couple people started like 16. They were just like a younger, like, let's hit the ground running. We here. And but it was y'all like, got a class okay, Lincoln have... than we did. Lincoln huh? wasn't classy when we first got there. Right. They oh, had AC no, and LLC. They had AC and LLC. They don't know about struggle. They didn't live uh, that life. They, they don't know AC and LLC. They do oh, have ACs and LLC now. 
now, but not in 2020. What? They got AC Yes! And I was mad about it, girl. I was mad about it. I did see him in the window last time we were there. I was mad. That is my time of remembering living at LLC. I never actually lived there, but because Joe lived there, I lived there. How many, if you had, if you had a, a person you was dating live in another building and you know what it's like to live in that building, raise your hand, please. No, because you always gonna come to my building. Well, listen, guys, if you're listening to this right now, as you can tell, this is all about Lincoln, but not necessarily just about Lincoln. This is our homecoming edition. We are all proud HBCU grads, and yes. we're not afraid yeah. to let no one know about it. So this is what it's about. If you didn't go to an HBCU, you're going to feel like it after this. If you want to a PWI, we still are sorry for you, but we're going to bring you into the fold. If you want to HBCU, you won't feel like you're right at home. Talk to me. Hell you. Let me can we talk about this? Let's get into this 1854. I hated that chant. Okay. I thought I was right. the 1854 on the L U one. I hated it. I hated it. Right. But, but then I all because when people be like, L U, I'd be like, ah, look at fine. And then the chant will start, I'll just be like, first. Thing. Now you know why I hated it because I don't know if y'all remember <laughs> freshman year. Do y'all remember? What was his name? Abe? I think his name was Abe. He was the African. He'd be like, Ew. Y'all remember him? Yes. Y'all yes. remember him? Oh, he was the SGA yes. president before I got yes. here. He was yes. the president. He was the I class president. All about him. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yes. But see, yeah, the 1854 started the year I came in. I feel like Wasn't that like, Kavan? Didn't Kavan start that? Yeah, because we didn't have that when we first got there. That was my favorite chant, though. That's my favorite. I like that one. My uh-huh. mother, not Howard. Not, not Erica started that. Erica started that. Start one eight five four. Erica started that. Shout out to Yo. my line sister if she did. I, I feel like she did. I no, Erica started it. But y'all listen to my favorite chant. Listen, y'all got. I know y'all probably didn't do this. No, we listen. It's not Howard. Not Morgan, but oh, you. No, I don't know that one. I don't know that one. That's after me. That was from band. That's what happens when you're in a band. You learn great chants. Oh, boy. We were just loving throwing shade for no reason. I feel like we like the quality schools, though. Okay. Now, like, Howard, we gonna really throw shade on Howard? Come on. They come us all the time. I heard Howard ain't have running water one year. My best friend went to Howard. They ain't had no running water, so I'm throwing shade. At least yeah. I One had, of the wow. band staff, he was at Howard's homecoming and got shot. Ooh. Ooh. Because it's outside the hood. Mm. I mean, outside the project. But no, that chance is like one that like cheerleaders and bands use wherever. And they just Girl, the names. cheerleaders are so different now. They they some Fifi's. Oh, they got names. They the Fifi's. Fifi's. Oh, they been the Fifi's. No, they wasn't the Fifi's in the beginning. Oh, like when my we first, God. first got there. I used to, used to I get like my nerves too. They like a gang. Shout out to the Fifi's. Hey, Fifi's. Hey, Fifi's. Ain't about no relationship. Can we be? I want to be an honorary PP. They bomb, but they got that like down south HBCU culture now. They, okay. I don't know, but um, let's move. What did we get stuck in? Do you know we got a plug yesterday? Years, I do want to go on record by saying that PPs have, have are doing bomb now. They are bomb. What you say, Heather? No, you ain't do your good tagline. What you want them to grab? Listen, I'm so excited about it being home, kind of, honey. I want you to grab your water, your wine, your wings, or your whiskey. 
Because I got mine, some Jack and Ice tea. What you Ooh. know about it? Ooh. They talked about me last night on a virtual homecoming for drinking Honey Jack. That's a great uh, drink. It's too sweet for me. It's too sweet for me, too. Yeah. They told me to go get some real liquor. I thought that was real liquor. <laughs> <laughs> At least you ain't drinking that cheap-ass Blatty or 99. Oh, yes. oh, no, 99 anything. Listen, I don't know how all of our kidneys made it through college. because Now, that's HBCU real culture. We, wait, yeah. we, that's HBCU culture for sure, or maybe up north. So we, we let's hold it right there. Let's, let's check in real quick. Uh-huh. Oh, with liquor? No. <laughs> How you living, sis? Oh, I'm like, you want me to check How in with liquor this? because I did some of that yesterday and I do not want to today. No. How you living, sis? How you living, sis? How you living, sis? How you living? Girl, you living? girl. <laughs> I mean, I woke up okay even after all that rum punch yesterday. But mm. um, I'm, I'm doing good. I, I was a little down about not being able to go up to the yard this year. But, you know, this is very comforting to be able to come together with people who I have very close ties with. And it's all because of Lincoln. Mm. Oh, you. You know, so I, that that part is comforting for me. So I'm doing better. What about <laughs> Don't start that with me, okay? Yeah, that was soft. I was uh, like, that good, beautiful. that good love out just now, and just be like, yeah, take that. Like, Tosh, tap it. All right, you better get it while it's hot. Listen, I'm living real good. I'm actually okay. So I'm sad I'm not going to be able to be at homecoming because I think last time I was there was 2018, and before that, it had been some years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't. I haven't seen everybody. I haven't made any trips to East Coast. So I really am missing my Lincoln fam right now. But I, I've i been on this workout plan that Joel was on before, the 75-day the challenge. And I know if I had went to homecoming this year, I would have fucked all the way up. So I'm <laughs> very happy that I didn't have to compromise, being on the yard and feeling like, oh, I'm over here getting everybody punched, getting drunk, um, eating Eat off of everybody's plate. I, mm-hmm. I miss some shrimp. <laughs> no, seriously. I'm, I'm like, I'm missing not uh, the fried chicken wings and uh-huh. the vendors and the big, the, you know, like the big iced tea, sweet tea you get uh, uh-huh. like you get from the Chinese uh-huh. store with the little cuts with the little slits in the container. <laughs> <laughs> All the temptation. Oh, they sell it like the iced tea in Silver, California. But no, uh-uh. I'm gonna only get that from out there. That's just that's a that's a delicacy for me, you know. <laughs> homemade iced tea, homemade iced tea with the slit in the container. Fuck a hole in the top. Fuck a hole in the top. Baby, Lord. baby, and four with, wings, with fried rice. With some cheesesteak egg rolls, child, with some potato skins, baby. Wait, where this com- this wasn't served at homecoming? Oh, I, know, sorry, I like, used to get. I used to order from uh, what was it, Nottingham's from down the street. Oh, oh I don't know what was that. Right, I didn't ever have that. 
you know, from when you get them late night. Oh, oh, a trip to Wawa, baby. I can't never come to mm-hmm. Pennsylvania without going to Wawa. So I didn't have to compromise to my health for that good Wawa fruit punch, honey, with mm-hmm. a good Wawa hoagie. Oh, with some Hers chips, baby. Uh, okay. <laughs> Let me. That's how I'm living. So how Tosh is living is hungry, pretty yeah. much. Person. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to conclude by living. I'm living healthy. I'm about 20 pounds down. I got yes. you looking great, boo. You are stepping on next. You are applying pressure. Wait, you're, you're 20 pounds down. How many days have you been doing 75 hard? Uh I I gotta go look. I like 26, say. something like that. I don't know. No, yeah, I don't think it's that far yet. No, it's I feel like it's 23, right? I'm tell y'all in a second. But um, I'm getting up there though. Mm-hmm. I, I be trying not to look at my um day 27 i be trying not to look at my days because i take stuff one day at a time anybody doing weight loss and you feel like you can't do the shit just say yourself that every day you start over okay you just don't count the days and <laughs> then she makes it off to have a keep it hard for us pause <laughs> oh keep it against the force i was like well i'm good i celebrated a birthday normally it's like birthday homecoming like, you know, to kind of like round it out. So this year I turned 35. Yeah. Oh. Make that face again, because that's what I feel when you when I hear 35. I was like, yeah, like I saw a meme that say like everybody thought 40 was old. Nigga, I'm about to be 40 soon. Hey, um, but you wasn't looking old in there. You wasn't looking old in there real when you was popping that champagne, popping them bottles. We gotta post that one page. Honey, you doing them, you done did your TikTok, your real. You had the pretty girl oh, swing yes, here. I was. So for my birthday, I was an Instagram influencer. Um, I studied them all so I can learn how to make reels. That's when you get old when you start studying shit. <laughs> you to do it. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm, so I'm good. So 35, let's see another year. Um, sad I didn't get to go to homecoming this year, but it's okay. Cause we gonna do it, uh, get together and see each other. So it'll be just like we was at the yard. Ayana and Selena, this is how you live it. This is when you can tap and tell us anything about what's going on around you. It doesn't have to be about homecoming, but just let's know. Let's see where your mental health is. How you living, sis? Either well, one. I'm. Li- I about to say, well, I'm living good. This is Selena talking. I'm, I'm living good. Um, working from home, doing this virtual learning with my son Bryce. Jesus Christ, pray for me. Um, <laughs> that has been. <laughs> that is some difficult stuff. Kudos to teachers. I mean, I loved y'all anyway, and I appreciate y'all, but oh my God, Jesus, is all I can say. <laughs> um, so I've just been chilling. I, I don't mind being home. Like, I'm, I, I, as I'm getting older, I'm turning into an introvert anyway, so like, I'm cool. Like, everybody else is like, oh, I'm so sick of being home. I'm actually pretty okay. I'm really enjoying myself. <laughs> <laughs> um I do miss homecoming. You know, I don't be going to homecoming like that all the time because I guess maybe because I live in Delaware now. And the people that I want to see, like I, I see, I don't know. But this year I'm pregnant. And um, yeah, I didn't want to go to homecoming and pregnant because I was going to be well, you've just done looking that at before. Yeah, I've done that before. And I just was staring at y'all like. <laughs> With your sequ- <laughs> you had some sequence Uggs on. Yeah. Oh, those was Queen Uggs. That those are my lines of that um Keisha Uggs that I had on that year. Um, Selena, me, uh, Shaquan, she just stole your lines. She's gonna say my lines is like it don't belong to multiple people on here. 
You see, I mean, she, 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 she belong, she, be, no, I know what that, she that's, means. no, that's just the inside joke, um, with, with Shaquan and all her line sisters. We all do that. We all speak <laughs> when we throwing shade, we say your line sisters or my line <laughs> sisters, but, um, I just been chilling. I'm, I'm relaxing. I've been doing a lot of self-care, just, you know, just relaxing. I ain't been doing much. How you living, Ayana? I ain't see you in a long time, sis. How you, how you been, boo? I'm good, boo. It's good to see all of y'all. I'm living, I'm living fabulously. I'm living in some black excellence out here. I'm trying to get yes. the streets, all this goodness yes. I got to give. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Can I cuss on him? I can cuss. Yes, you can. can. Oh, yeah. I'm saying, I'm saying, fuck nigga free, okay? Oh, yes. Keeping <laughs> um, all hey. of my edges intact. You know, my booty staying all right, my gut going down a little bit. Praise God. Give all the glory for that. Yes. And my credit score inching in the right direction, not the wrong way. Yes. So the waist is getting slimmer and the credit score is getting bigger. I'm here. Okay. That's that that's a blessing. I'm I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm out here just, you know, trying to put some goodness in the street, trying to start a couple of businesses, make people feel good about themselves. And I'm just I'm doing really, really good. That's amazing. Dom, how are you living, boo? Honey, I'm good, though. I just had a long week of, uh, just felt like I had a lot of moving vehicles in my life between work and doing a voter initiative with work, um, doing a voter initiative with Young Alumni Council, but also running this virtual homecoming where I kind of was not into it up until like two weeks ago. So I had to like jump into it to relieve my partner who's been going hard since like August for it. Um, and that it turned out to be really good. The virtual movie night, the drive-in movie night, the virtual party, um, a couple different lives, karaoke night, popping. And then I'm also working on this third voters initiative that my other two are tied into called Party at the Mailbox, um, where we're out here trying to, in Philadelphia, we're trying to get 8,000 people to sign up to receive a free box full of items to get them excited about voting. And it's not really about who they're voting for, but that they're voting and that they're using their voice. So let me plug this real quick. If you guys you guys are listening, make sure you go over to partyatthemailbox.com. If you're from Philly, Baltimore, or Detroit, sign up to receive your free box. Request your free box. Trust me, you'll love it. Under Armour has a mask in all of them. If you're anything like my dad, he was like, oh, it's a $30 Under Armour mask in here. This is good. <laughs> My other girlfriend called and said, oh, this is how you really make me excited about voting. You put snacks in a box. So every box has snacks from to represent the city. So for Philly, we have Tasty Cake, Peanut Shoes, Uts. Um, I'm not sure what the other people have because I got to get 8,000 people so I can't worry about Baltimore and Detroit. But that is how I'm living all this uh, voting, HBCU life. But So let's get into HBCU life now. I'm, I'm here. This Amen. culture. Um, where do y'all want to start at about this? What like if you want to go to an HBCU? What made you go to an HBCU? Or like what made you choose Lincoln? Mm. Anybody. So I chose um uh a HBCU. I'm not gonna lie, from watching the movie Drumline. I saw that movie, (laughs) I was like, yo, I wanna go to school like that. That's that like the culture looks so nice, it looks so much fun. And then not only that, let me go further back. My mom went to Delaware State and my dad went to Cheney University. So I was already raised with my parents going to HBCU. So they already instilled that to me. But Drumline definitely was like, yup, you going to HBCU. Yup. 
Um, well, I'm the sixth Cosby kid, so, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Cliff and Claire, they raised me. <laughs> and uh, I always wanted to be like a different world. Um, my mother is a HBCU grad. She went to Central State. Come on, and, Ohio. Yeah, yeah. She was out there. Wilberforce, right? Wilberforce, Ohio. Mm-hmm. And um, I did not, I'm going to be honest, I love Lincoln. I love my dear old orange and blue. But I did not choose Lincoln. I wanted to go to Howard. I graduated a year early from high school. And so at 16, I had my heart set on Howard University. I was going to go with my best friend. And my mother was like, no, you're going to take your little ass to Lincoln so I can get to you. It's two hours away. And that's you either going there or you going to Brooklyn College. That's the only choice you got. And so Lincoln was it. Lincoln it and is. I'm so glad I went to Lincoln. I'm so happy my mother forced me to go. Well, for me, I don't know why I want to, I don't know why I want to go to an HBCU. I, can, I know why I want to go to Lincoln. Because I'm the first person in my family, in my immediate family, not just my dad and my mom, but my aunts and my like my first cousins that actually graduated from college. But for a long time, I knew I wanted to go to a black school. Um, I remember talking about like HBCUs as a child, uh, knowing the difference between frats and sororities and like campus activities. I don't know how, it might be from watching the Cosby's and a different world, but I just remember talking about it and no one else around me was talking about it. So going to a white high school. I went to a black Catholic school for elementary school. Then I went to a white Catholic school. I knew after that I'm definitely going to an HBCU. Mm-hmm. Like I went to a, it was 50% Caucasian persuasion. And it was just like, it's cool here. I never really felt like um, they were racist. It was definitely moments being black at Halloween for sure. But I never felt like it was like racist and I had to get away from them. But it was like, I need to be around my people. Lincoln was not the option because in Philly, up until recently, Lincoln was not the business. Lincoln and Cheney was like, oh, you go there, you just want a 13th grade. So I really did not want to go. I wanted to go to Clark. The Clark acceptance letter came in late and it came with no money. And my dad responded, you can go, but you'll be wearing scrubs every day. That's not the move in Atlanta. That is not the move in Atlanta saying I'm wearing scrubs and I would have had to get a job and from the time I got there. So Lincoln it was, because I was able to get grant money and make this work. And my plans though, was to leave Lincoln after the first year and go to Clark. Once you get to Lincoln, you love it, baby. No, that's true. Uh, For me, I filled out one of those um, black college common applications. Mm-hmm. that sends the one application to like all of the HBCUs or at least like a good chunk of them. So I had this list of all of the schools that I was waiting to hear from. And it was about, I'll say about 18 schools. And I, my head was, I'm going as deep South as I possibly can without feeling like I got to run away from white people, but I can <laughs> be there and like have fun with my people. I needed the balance and I just wanted to be far away from New York. Like I was in this kind of funk. Like I just want to get away from here, even if it's for a little while. So I, you know, I got letters back from like FAMU, Fisk, um, Fayetteville, uh, uh, Hampton. I was like, yes, 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 yes. And then this one rinky dink envelope comes in it's wrinkled one piece of paper in it and i was like well what the hell is this this must be a no because it's like i could see straight through it 
And I didn't have to do much to open it because it was all beat up. So yeah. I opened it and I'm like, Lincoln, I never heard of this before. Was this on the application? <laughs> so now I got to like cross reference. I went and found the, the paper from the application. I'm like, is, is that on here? Yeah, that's on here. So now I'm researching it. And I'm like, I'm, I'm identifying so much with yes. this. Yes. I'm like, I am never, that's I'm like, never, never heard of this place. I heard of yep. all those other places. I, I even went on tours with like churches and stuff that took us to all kinds of schools. We skipped right on by Lincoln. I had no mm. idea what this place was. And then I said, you know what? I go to a school with mostly like Puerto Rican, Dominican girls. It was handful of black girls and no one said they were going there so I was like fine I'll just go to the raggedy envelope school and they offered me a little bit of money so fine I'll go there and if it doesn't work I'm leaving and I'm going somewhere else you know what and it's not even like I could say when I got there I realized this is where I needed to be because I cried when I got there you and me both wait I was <laughs> we cried together. together I didn't know I think we cried together we all we cried we all cried together in the room. We cried. I don't know. Honestly, like between, I, I think it took me a good like two weeks to realize, okay, I could stay. But you know, Ayana really helped me with being able to stay there because I was. They was roommates, y'all. Done. Yeah, that was me. Chad, we was over it. I had a white woman. I had a lifetime white woman in the shower cry. You know that. Yes. <laughs> I sat there and broke down. I was like, ah! I was you like, it's so muddy. Out? It's so muddy. And like, it's ah! like bugs flying when I go outside. And I always do it. We just, I looked at Shaquan. She looked at me. We started crying, Chad. It was, it was not pretty. That first week or so. Said, my life is over. What the hell decision did I just fucking make? Right, exactly. Now, I looked out the window as my parents drove away in they trailblazer and all of my hopes and dreams drove away with them. Like, y'all really gonna leave me here? Y'all gonna leave me? You know what you said? You said, I gotta be here for four years. <laughs> that was exactly what I thought. I mean, I cry I cried from the moment we pulled up and they were pointing to us to park in that cornfield girl uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> all them damn uh grasshoppers but what about the summer that that smell so like I remember all the manure all the mushroom factory mushroom factory and I'm like how mushrooms smell like this I never smell like pure shit Yes. People don't know. Cow people manure. don't know. Kids today smell like doo doo. Yes, smells <laughs> like cow manure, oh, especially God. when it rains. Yes, I was over it, honey. And then I know Shaquan had to be over me because I moved a whole three bedroom apartment into that dorm. Room. <laughs> I was like, can I? Can I use one of your drawers? Can I? <laughs> can I use that closet? I had silverware. I had a trunk. I had an extra mattress. <laughs> it was like I was never going back to Brooklyn. Ever. Yes. Yes, that was that added to the tears because it was like they didn't even want me back. They sent me with a mattress and all of that. I was like, well, I could just use the one that they gave you and make while just a little bit higher. Like maybe I'll be. It was drama. It was drama. It was a mess. Oh my god. Well, I knew so like just like everybody else, I kind of knew I was always going to an HBCU. I don't know where it came from, a different world or something. Mm -hmm. But I applied to only HBCUs, and then I was I was literally going to Hampton. Like for graduation, I got like Hampton gifts. I had a schedule, I had a roommate. And then my mother and father was like, 
So uh, <laughs> you looked at the bill and Lincoln gave you a scholarship. <laughs> so you're going to go to Lincoln. And I was like, where is it? I was on the front steps crying. Like, we got to write, write Oprah. I was like, I got to write Oprah because I got to go to Hampton. I can't go. got to write Oprah. <laughs> Help me, Auntie O. I was like, Oprah was still on TV then. <laughs> So I was like, all my friends was hurt. We was all crying. Like, we got to fix it. We got to figure it out. <laughs> um, so, I, so we went to Lincoln literally like in the summer. Guess who my um, tour guide was? I know. Maxie. Maxie. <laughs> Everybody's tour guide was Maxie. Mine too. Maxie, man. Listen, Lincoln was shut down. So it was summer he did not impress me on that tour. I was not impressed. <laughs> <laughs> was okay, so Maxie, I was not impressed. It was closed. No, but Max, you know what? Do shit way too well. Like, dog, how you know every inch of this campus, dog? Because he you know? was there. <laughs> we all know how you know. But no, so like, so I looked around. I was there. And I was like, oh my god, like I really love you. Like I could enjoy myself here. They even showed me Ashman where I was gonna stay. Lord, you said shout that? out to Ashman. Ashman. I didn't. They didn't take me inside, but they were like, this is where you'll be staying in Ashland. And I was like, it looked like the projects, but okay. Thank you. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, why well, was that my favorite part about college? That I literally used to Ashman. tell people, it's like living in a project. There's always somebody around. Because I grew up as the only child. Y'all know my little brother is nine years younger than me, and we ain't live in the same house. So it's like, I love it. People are always around. I can go out my door, and there's somebody there. It's like the project. I always <laughs> wanted to live in a project. It disturbed my Jack and Jill bougie spirit, okay? It disturbed mm -hmm. me when I rolled up and they they ain't had no concrete because I came on a tour. Wait, Tasha changed her background to Ashman. Yes, Ooh, she did. Hey! Uh-uh, Hansberry Crew. Ashman. Ashman. Yes. Hansberry. Y'all love the Hansberry? Yes, yeah, we did. That was bougie. Hansberry we was bougie. Ashman okay. was bougie. Okay. Okay. But it's okay because Ashman girls, we was thorough. We was from mm -hmm. the hood. For real. We was in a project yes. right here across listen, from uh, who, who was across from us? Uh, McQuarrie. 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 And that was definitely a project. Randall. Randall. Far to the left was Freddie D. And that was really mm -hmm. good. Listen, we were in the trap. We were literally in the trap. The yeah, I walked right around. Now. I walked around, y'all. I used to walk around. I'm like, oh, I'm not around. Yeah. Hey, girl, never through. Never through. Y'all was like Brownsville. Y'all was like Brownsville. Listen, listen, listen. You didn't want to go there. Freddie was where all the drug dealers used to stay. So, you but, know. but listen, let, let us just let y'all know tomorrow. that Lincoln has like escalated like times ten thousand. Because when I used to yeah. play tennis. I used to play tennis at a little raggedy tennis court and they were smoking weed Poor on the bleachers <laughs> around us. Now it's got this, it's in this lush green area on the mm. outside of campus. Oh. But, long, but long story short, I, gosh, we gonna get to you, but like, I didn't want to go to Lincoln. I was writing letter to Oprah, but like after I cried <laughs> for two weeks, yep. <laughs> like two weeks it, the it literally lived across the hall from me. But like when I came home for Christmas break, my friends was like, you like that school. Like you real hype. You keep talking about it. You keep playing all this different type of music because I'm from Ohio. Mm -hmm. Y'all had a whole different type of culture. So like everybody loved it and stayed. Okay, yeah. I should go ahead. We did. <laughs> well, okay. So I connected. I'm glad I kind of went last because I connected with everybody's story. First mm -hmm. of all, I choose Lincoln. Lincoln chose me. So we'll start. <laughs> we'll start there. Chose us all. Okay. Yep. Um, I choose filled out that application, that black college application, mm -hmm. uh, because I had made it up in my mind 
I had a vision when I was a kid what my college experience was going to be like. So, yes, growing up off of a different world, watching them step, watching like just their their college experience, it really made me want to know what that was like. And I knew the difference early on that like if I chose to go to a PWI, I would never experience what I was seeing on TV. So I was like, okay. Number one, I want to go to HBCU. So when I started doing my research, California has no HBCUs. So that meant that I was going to have to go out. I was going to have to be an out-of-state student in order to even experience this life. So then I said, okay, well, where do I want to go? Do I want to go down south? Do I want to go, you know, to the East Coast? So the other part of me, you know, I was just, I lived in a fantasy world when I was in high school. So I watched Brown Sugar. And so there mm, love that movie. And I wanted to be a editor for Vibe magazine in my mind. So I was <laughs> like, I'm gonna live in New York when I graduate for I'm gonna school for journalism. So basically you was Khadija and you uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, that's yeah. good. And so I was like, Yeah, so I'm gonna go to school in New York and then after I mean I'm gonna go to school in the East Coast and then I, so I'll know what it's like to live over there. And then I'm going to move to New York and then I'm gonna have my career. Yeah, little did I know. <laughs> it's gonna be all downhill from there. <laughs> but you met your husband. You met your husband, right? Amen. No, no, you yes, met, yeah. But I'm saying, like, for what? I thought, for what I thought, <laughs> my life was oh, me, Bitches took me 15 years to get that shit. <laughs> Let it go, sis. That ain't it. God had a different plan for you. Okay, God. All right. But uh, <laughs> get back to the story. So. I, so I'm like, okay, so I do the whole application and I'm getting, I wanted to also go to Howard, but my, uh, what do you call those? The SAT scores wasn't high enough. So I got rejected. That was a big crush. Get mm-hmm. rejected from Howard. I'm like, okay, so then what am I left with? So I, then I literally looked through the stack and I looked through what my acceptance letters was like Hampton. I got in, into Prairie View. Um, I got a scholarship for FAMU, but didn't get into FAMU. I'm like, how I get a scholarship? But I don't get into the money. Some HBCU shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, and just a few other ones and then I was like okay I know I know on this map these schools are on the east coast so which ones am I gonna choose from from here and so Lincoln was the one so I went to my grandfather uh, rest in peace my grandfather and he said I said granddad I think I want to go to this school do you know anything about this school because my granddad was like so knowledgeable he was like a encyclopedia so and surprisingly enough even though I had never heard of Lincoln my grandfather did he was like oh Lincoln University uh Lexi Hughes went there and like all these different people and I'm like what Thurgood Marshall so then I started like and I was a big Lexi Hughes fan so I was like, what? That's so why your dog name is Langston. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so I started looking up more about the school. And for real, for real, like, even though we pride ourselves on our history, the history did it for me. And I was like, what? It's the first one? Oh, this shit got to be the shit, right? So then we pull up on campus, and it's uh-huh. like dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's nothing but mud, and we got to park mud. across the street. And then we come, and the, I'm looking, everything is raggedy, and it look like it looked like the damn projects. And I'm like, I could have stayed in California for this shit. <laughs> this is not like Howard, okay? This is not, I ain't never been to Howard, but this is Howard not Howard ain't like cute, though. Howard's not cute. It's, it's, it's not, never, not around it. I had never been, but you know how people like pump up Howard. So you think yeah. it's like the next, the, the best thing, you know, next to the slice bread. So I'm like, okay. So then we get there and then I just will never forget like 
no matter what, I was excited for my mother to leave because that was the first time I was going to be like independent on my own. Mm -hmm. And I did not have this, and probably because I also came with Antoinette. So I felt a sense of comfort. Like we had each other, but then we was the two girls from California that everybody kind of made a big deal about. Like, and then they, people would ask us like, first thing they say like, oh, y'all from, you, either people would know we were from California. They would ask us where we're from and we would tell them and they'd be like, why are you here? Like, yes. why did you- Everybody used here? to answer We'd be like, to go to school? Like, yeah. Well, how did she end up coming too? Same story. I think that it just came down to like, okay, who like, who accepted us and then out of the who accepted us where do we want to go so she i think because i said i'm not gonna say answer that chosen because i did but i think she was in the decision making process too and when i made my decision to say i'm gonna link it and i asked her like where she was going she had a few choices and we both realized we both had gotten that lincoln we was like all right we, sh we should just go to lincoln like you know it was just one of them things go like, all the way across the country together that sounds like a better decision for sure it just made mm. sense you know and a lot of people were doing that a lot of people knew who was going where and like so it was a few people that was going to spell me it was a few people like if you were going out of state so yeah so i will say though coming into lincoln and then going through transition week was like probably one of the best experiences of my life because i felt like we had the, the fresh campus all to ourselves we truly mm -hmm. got the bond that first week felt like a month like it's sure did. Did. I became class president child. My mama was talking so much stuff. She was like, You went there, you was crying to come home. And then I came <laughs> back during um homecoming and you was the class president on the float. And that was <laughs> things changed. Things changed. But that week was beautiful. I had never experienced in my life before. Mm -hmm. And I just I just will never forget that. I'll never forget. The, the friendships, the bonds we created, how Miss Royal just completely well thought out that entire week, the student leaders and the impact that, yeah. the impact that they had. So all those things left a, like, a crazy impression in my mind and it gave me something to want to like reach for, basically. I wanted to be Black excellence because of right. that. Right. Well, Miss Royal wasn't playing with you and them um, student ambassadors was coming to your door like, you late, the whole group is here. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. They held you to it was a like basic training. It was like basic training. <laughs> yeah, they held you to a standard for sure. And I, I don't think they call, they don't call it transition week anymore. It's new student orientation week. And in Lincoln, if y'all listening, because y'all should be too, um, y'all need to change it back to transition week. New student orientation sounds like everybody else. Transition week was special. It was. They and it was, really, it that's exactly it. what it was, though. Like that was the week where I finally was able to come down from this. What did I do? Like, what, yeah. where did I sign up for? Where am I? I just left the projects. I'm still in the projects and I'm paying <laughs> even more to be in here. Mm -hmm. But that was really the week where like things started making sense. And then it started feeling like, okay, these are the ways that I I'm starting to feel like I'm at home. Like, you know, well, I was, I was still And crying. it established yeah. lasting relationships. We got a chance just to be a class by ourselves we didn't yes have, you know and i don't know if y'all remember i remember very clearly like our um the student leaders they were like making it seem like yo once the upperclassmen come back they're gonna be on y'all like yeah like, yeah you did. like watch your back like <laughs> on your grill they were like they were like drilling us like to stay together and i think that that gave us a connectiveness as a class mm -hmm. and yes. and you know forge relationships that have 
withstand withstood four years and and ongoing in that week that one week well mm-hmm. heaven when did you stop crying then um. <laughs> <laughs> did i scare you good so, jump like a flower on your forehead okay no okay. so no so like i'll tell you so like it was just crazy because i was from ohio and nobody's from ohio selena and them was from jersey I lived with a Jersey girl. I lived with the Philly girls. And it just seemed like everybody knew everybody. And I was like, oh my God, everybody has a crew but me. I was like, But we didn't like, know nobody like, either. But no, but <laughs> no, it was like, but y'all the had the Jersey. Y'all had like a Jersey yeah. connect. It was yeah. like, I'm Jersey, you might know some of the same people. And then the Philly girls was aggressive. It was like culture <laughs> shock. It was a lot happening. You want to stop calling us aggressive. Be mindful that our viewer population is mainly from Philadelphia. And I'm going to make sure they come for you. Her name is HB doing too much Philly people. <laughs> oh, you sending them. You sending them. Wait, Nana calls it they, aggressive. Stay I just call it stay I by thorough. I just stay call it thorough. I wasn't ready, okay? I thought I was ready. and But then like when I, I think it was like, I mean, transition week I have friends and all that, but it was still like, everybody got a crew but me. And I just was like, I am so crewless. But then I had a crew. <laughs> you laughing. But no, then you had a crew. What was your... What no, did y'all have it, a nerve to name yourself? Oh, you are a hater. Why would you bring that up? <laughs> oh, don't get me started. No, because at Lincoln, everybody had a crew. And so oh, well, all the boys had Not a crew. Not at Lincoln, because when I got there, that didn't... Oh, well, all no, the there boys... was a crew. I freshman year, it was... Oh, it was APA. HBM. And that was freshman year. Was HBM No, they were. And they was whooping... Listen, shout out to HBM. I love y'all. They was whooping ass. They was running up stealing people lunch money and we didn't even have lunch money. Okay? What? They was kicking what? in the yes. door waving the 4-4. Four four. Okay. Yeah. It was all yes. types of stuff. What? And GTH. We have starting five. NFL. Me, Antoinette, Vanessa. That was it. <laughs> and then not and then not to mention the athletic teams. They were oh, oh, yeah. gang in them. T5T. T5T was the real gang. Yeah, that's who you are. That's what you want to be. They was real gay. Was yeah, really you could gay. be sleeping in your bed at night, and then you next thing you know, <laughs> your ass. that's so funny. I do remember like people be like, Oh, the track team got into a fight. I'd be like, the track team. No, they was yeah. I used to be trouble. like, is the person okay? Like that was always the first question. Are they okay? Because they were stomping people out. They was yes, they people. were. Yo, well, that also came from their initial training, like all of them returned to school early during transition week if you were on a track team. And just their their training was really engrossed in them being one. Right. Them being one as a team. I don't know if that made them run better or what, but they renamed them. They all got different names. Mm-hmm. They crossed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. You don't even know their first name. Wait, I, like, I what else? You don't. You don't want to bring something up until you win a championship. So they just crossed into track. Wow. <laughs> I want to talk about That's something deep. real quick, guys. You never realized I'll... they were on like t- uh, TV within T by uh, T. But every, every run of the rest of them, you never seen them with them jackets. And... Didn't they have a paddle? I don't know what they, they had. Oh, I ain't never see I that. They had you, a gotta, you had to win a championship. So they just got to play. Coach Jones played. That wasn't my ministry. Oh, my God, Coach Jones. Yeah. So, I, so me, Antoinette, and Vanessa used to be uh, basketball stat girls. And I, I think our freshman and I remember that. 
And so we spent a lot of time with the basketball team, Coach G, and I forgot the other coach's name. He was from Philly. Uh, it was Coach G and the other coach, and then Coach Jones. Them niggas did not play, like, especially Coach Jones. Like, Coach Jones was probably one of the best coaches I've ever had the opportunity to experience in my life. Coach G, he was always cool, calm, and collected. Right? I used to be like, nigga, how is you a coach? <laughs> like, he was just- Garfield? Garfield. Coach, the, coach the S curl win? Right, I'm like, which one was on the S curl box? Which one was on the S curl? Pretty boy. He was super fine. He was super fine. He was fine. He was like a big brother. He was too much of a friend. I used to be like, nigga, you are not a coach. Like, you are a homeboy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> He wasn't just on the front of the escrow box. Remember, he was in TLC Red Light Special video. He sure was. was. And he was. played that shit to his advantage for all mm-hmm. those years. He was in the video with Boris, my boo, Boris. He was in the Coach video. Because mm-hmm. he like, Coach G looked good and knew he looked good. And yep. I just be like, dude, like. I like, didn't even know. He was married, loved his wife. But I used to be like, but the shit you be talking, bro, I just be thinking about you sometimes. Because like, he was just very, in his mind, he was that nigga. And he, I mean, I don't know if it's because he was a Kappa or what, but he was like, I know I'm fine. I'm on the escrow bus. I'm in the red light. He was early <laughs> 90s fine. Like, if we see him now, kind of like, oh, okay. He was definitely early 90s, get TLC video fine. Yeah. 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 Like, he was he has that, that what's his name? Alan Payne type of swag. Yes, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Alan Payne swag. That was right. That's not on the Yeah, name. he yes. did. Yes. Okay, but listen, I, so I would, the reason what I wanted to say was when we were talking about student leaders, I'm gonna connect Coach Jones, Coach D, student leaders, and just linking as a general in general. I'm so grateful for those student leaders because like I came from like a broken family home. Like my dad, you know, he he kind of like was he, he wasn't in my life growing up and it was just me and my mom and like when my mom left I could have felt like damn I'm scared I, like this is all I have you know she's gone but like having uh I wasn't even really close with, with this royal freshman year that didn't come until later so I feel like whatever she instilled in the student leaders my student leader like affected me and made me feel like I'm in good hands. I could always, I, I have somebody who's been here. I could go to, I don't know what this experience is. I have been to college before. And then also have a coach G and I, and I can't remember the other, um, I think it's coach Gene maybe. I'm not, I'm, I can't remember his name, but it was another coach and everybody just felt like family. Like everybody yeah. was like, we gonna take care of y'all. The down to the teachers. Down Remember the boys walked to the giant for us. The boys took everybody's order and walked yes. to the giant because they had nothing to eat. Like they were like, well, we gonna go to the store, and they literally got, got the cops called on them because they was walking down Route One with shopping carts, a bunch of black mm-hmm. boys in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah, and it's like that was the culture. So part of the reason why I feel like we love Lincoln so much is because it connected. It gave us that. It was. It was more than being a student. It was it's more than family. Being, yeah, yeah, it was more than being a friend. It it literally was family. We looked out for each other. It, it, I don't care if you really knew somebody or not. You was gonna give them a ride to Giant. You was gonna put in your money to o- put in some order. If you saw somebody drunk, yeah. like passed out, you might just help them from a party. Like, and I didn't have to know you. And then literally from that day on, you was probably friends or you would cross paths again. Mm-hmm. So, That's how I met Chamezi. Oh. <laughs> oh my garbage out! <laughs> oh, shout out to Jamezy. Shout out to yes, Jamezy. I was so my garbage out. was pissy drunk in front of Hansberry, and I dragged her up three flights of stairs <laughs> to try and 
keep her away from Miss um, Wallace. Miss Wallace uh, caught her. Oh, oh my God. Wallace, the God. devil. He still caught her. hated Miss Wallace. Oh. I got the maybe right to her before I hit Miss Wallace. Uh-uh. Miss Wallace, if you listen to this, Sis, you need some. You need some uh, therapy and some. Help. Don't do Miss Wallace like that. Her cookie hopefully, was bomb. Hopefully you grew. <laughs> hopefully you grown over the years. Wait, hold on. Not Miss Wallace. Wait, which one was the the director of Student Life? Miss Wallace. No, Miss no. Walton. Miss no. Walton. Miss Chad, I ain't even gonna talk that tea. I ain't gonna talk Wait, that. No, 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 no. No, oh, Miss Wallace was the original, and Miss Walton. I think she was the, an assistant. Well, I think wait, she might have been no, Miss Walton like, was the director, the light skinned lady that. that nah, nah, dog. Originally, it was Miss Wallace who was the director, and she, then I think she was the assistant director. Yeah, and then Miss Walton. Then I think Miss Walton. Wait, Ashman, I got a question for the Ashman people. Did we have a Miss Wallace, or we was by ourselves with? Yeah, we, 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 we was by ourselves. We did whatever <laughs> we wanted. No, wait, no, y'all had y'all had Matthews, didn't y'all? I had oh. Matthews. Matthews came my freshman. I don't think we had nobody. We ain't had nobody for a while, but we we did eventually get somebody. But that's why y'all was able to do what y'all could do. Yeah, they were in their own world. We gotta figure this out real quick so I can say my message. Okay, it was Miss Wallace. Send a message to both of them because they both were terrible. Well, I'm no. I have a reason why I'm not gonna say it to the wrong person, so I will explain that in a second. Who was Dean Briggs' baby mama? Walton, I'm so glad you Walton. said it, honey. Cause... So, Miss Walton, I'm not talking to you, okay? Wait, I'm sorry. Did they get married? Did I just, just... nah? Uh, uh-uh. uh. That ain't that ain't the tea. That ain't the tea, honey. Okay. I okay. just so I just went to the head sneaking into the new mama, building, right? Okay. Okay. So let's. The <laughs> wall. <laughs> why did you look like? <laughs> Because who you, because who used to be at the window every night? Me and Shaquan. Me, me. Baby, I had a window that could see the front of the building, and when I tell Us you, too. he did like clockwork. Us too. I okay, used to be so right for, there. For, so for anybody who did not go to LinkedIn, if you listening, basically our uh, our residence life uh, director and our dean ended up was a married man collaborating. Okay. Entanglement. They it was an, an that was an entanglement for real, and that entanglement resulted in a beautiful baby girl, was it? Amen. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and 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 that was the end of that story because we're not gonna get too far into that team. But the point I was trying to make is Miss Wallace was so freaking mean to people, and uh-huh. she was just wrong for the stuff that she was doing. She was poor leadership, and I really hope that she got herself some help and some healing. I hope Ayana fixed her life. I hope something went on with that woman to where she didn't like continue to treat students and like people in general bad because she was a she was a terrible director i'm sorry mm. uh, we, had, we had to live with her we did we had to live oh, because she used to treat the people that worked under her the ras she used to treat them like crap and she I treated did. all of us like shit she did. I ain't she even used to lie. pull the RAs in our room, like you know, like blink twice if you want to get out. Like we can help you, <laughs> right? Because like, who was who was the RA across from? It was Shara. Shara, Shara was. Yeah, I used to like Shara. Are you all right, girl? Is you all right? She, she used to have the door wide open and be like, Shara, just turn your music up. Like just do it. That's all right though. Shout out to them cookies. All right. Yeah, that was. <laughs> That was the only thing I liked about her. That's it. Yeah, that was my only message. The reason why I didn't say nothing about Miss Walton is because she let me live uh, on campus with my child for a long time before she finally said something. So, you know, shout out. Yeah, because her. she couldn't say much. But anyway. Okay. Um, that part. 
you know I, what? I did call her car too when she did finally tell me that I had to move off campus because I was a liability to the university. I couldn't be uh, like seven months pregnant still on campus. And I said, well, sis. You was a liability too? <laughs> you was a lie and ability. Ability. Okay. And ability. Okay. <laughs> you is both. Oh, I said, Listen, so I said three thousand miles away. I will be gone in two months. You back home and have my child. You ain't. I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> well, you were home and had a baby. Yeah. Oh, so let me let me let me just let people know. So the one thing that I can say about Lincoln past transition week, past growing a family, I literally grew a family. Um, I ended up marrying my college sweetheart. We married. We uh we met uh let's see the end no we met on my birthday I'm sorry we met on my birthday my freshman year and we like talked and that developed into a long-term relationship we had a 7-Eleven that's what it turned into 7-Eleven it, it definitely did it was open we had a we had Ooh. a baby girl Sanaya and she was everybody's baby. What makes this this so significant right here is everybody that I'm on that we're on the Zoom with, literally I live with, Sanaya lived with, and took turns. To, that's why I like Ayana even being on here, Selena, like all of us, they literally helped raise my child. This was my village right here. So I will No, we've that. said it before, but Selena literally, I mean Shaquan literally gave up her room. <laughs> So that Tasha, her husband, and the baby could live, could live in, in there. Her room. Right. Mm-hmm. As long as they took messages from my mother, that was all I cared about. Now, mind mm-hmm. you, she's a good had about three full rooms. I ain't seen freshman year, I had a whole single because Shaquan was gone. I was like, like I got yeah. But listen, you can't say y'all, they live with me, y'all live with me, or stay with me, uh, Tasha, because I was just like you. Had the board me to the Dominique room. Dominique lived there too. Yeah, <laughs> she did. And I was like, I like it here. Y'all have fun over it. here. I'm never leaving. I literally came to help Heather pack these goodie bags for MC and W, and it was just like a bunch of stuff going on. People were knocking their doors, leaving trash in front of the door. Just stuff that seemed fun. I was like, I don't <laughs> I'm going back home. I'm not going back. I'm, I'm going, going back, back over there. Dominique. They have fun in the room every single day. Day. Mm-hmm. But you lived there. Yeah, you know, Tasha. What you, Dominique what and Kathleen lived in there too. Oh yes, yeah, I was sleeping on a couch sometimes. Wait, what you about to say? But Tasha, what you just said kind of um, made me think about like a segue in into like what going to a HBCU has meant like for your life. Like, what oh. has it done for your life? Um, what What does it mean to you? And you kind of spoke to that about you know, like you had a village. I, oh yeah I had a village man I felt uh, like that's why what sticks out to me most about my college experience was transition week how we started and feeling never getting homesick that entire time I was there and I think that that's crazy like I I lived the fir- I was from the furthest right mm-hmm. but I also will say this in, in thinking about family and it almost makes me emotional because I, I remember going to like Selena's house for holidays going to Reggie, you know, y'all know Reggie, Reggie mm-hmm. from New York, going to his house for holidays. Um, uh, 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 I mean, so many people, we like just took us under their wing really because we we were from so far away. And not only did I get to like come home with that person, but I got to mingle with their family. So then their family became my family and then they mm-hmm. mama was looking for us. And then they was like, you know, we can always come over there. And just the open doors that 
Mm -hmm. Like I would have never got to experience had I did had I went somewhere at home. Like my experience had I went to college at home would have been so much different. And then the fact that I had a child, I don't even think about this stuff until now. I had a whole baby and a whole husband and then flew back 3,000 miles away with no help from no mama, no nothing. Yet my family was good. And it's because of the people that I'm on the Zoom with right now. And even further, like Joel's Kappa brothers, like it was just, you know, my sweethearts was like, everybody pitched in and helped us. I'm just mm-hmm. appreciative. So when you were talking like from the beginning, um, the thought that came to my mind in terms of like, you know, not just land culture, but we know this happens throughout, well, this sense of family happens throughout most HBCUs. And that's why I'm mm-hmm. such a pride in, in attending the HBCU. It makes me think about how some people talk in the world talk about creating these Black communities. And we kind of need to go back to these Black communities because I think HBCUs are the epitome of what people talk about when they say we need to come back together. Mm-hmm. You know, we we handle stuff in-house, the stuff that needs to be taken outside of house. We we rightfully so do it. Um, even down to like people getting in trouble on campus. You had yeah. a chief chief of police who he would check certain stuff. If it was checkable, like you know you better than this and send you back to your home. But it was also certain stuff that he was like, nah, I gotta escalate this. You can't we can't play these games. You gotta know that don't happen here. And it just really, when you think about black community, HBCU is the perfect model. You know, mm-hmm. in home, I might not, I might not rock with you. But when you take me out of home, that's my lady. Mm-hmm. When, like when we went to Virginia, did y'all go to Virginia? No, I didn't go. Um, for the, the basketball game? No. So that's because I was in a band. Um, Here we go. <laughs> Excuse me. When it, it was Sweet 16, um, the basketball team made it to like the semifinals. We went to uh, North. Norfolk, sorry, Norfolk, Virginia, and Lincoln took like vans of people. Well, what Lincoln didn't know is the hotel they booked also had a dog show. Dog show equals what? White people. HBC. I, I call them alabasters. <laughs> so now we're at the hotel. Next thing you know is helicopters flying over the hotel, cops coming up, dogs being brought out because we were too loud. But it really felt like it was because we were too black. It was. And at that moment, everybody being together, we wouldn't, no one would like be moved. We were outstanding outside the hotel. You had um, Dean Ross, I want to say uh, Dean Briggs. They were all kind of out there handling this. Like, no, y'all not going to play with these kids like this. Y'all not going not, to, we really weren't even kids, but we were young adults. Y'all not going to do this. They not doing nothing wrong. And mind you, if we was back home, they would check some of us quick, fast, and not hurry about being loud or something like that. But we literally weren't doing anything wrong, and the cops were called on us. Mm-hmm. And at that moment, that's when you realize we were in a bubble, and we were mm-hmm. a family, because we all kind of stood there for each other. If somebody was like being approached by a cop, it was five people standing there with them, like, what's up? What's going on? Like, can you imagine it was dogs, cops, and helicopters. And, I think white, people with, and the other white people with dogs. That's scary. I think what you're describing, I think that's also a part of HBCU culture that every Black person will um, have their Blackness affirmed at one point or another by going to an HBCU. For me, it was um, uh, the election the, the, the of, of Barack Obama. Yes. Um, and I just watched a video about our, uh, somebody did news, news clipping 
in a virtual party. Somebody put the link in there. I'm gonna send it to y'all. Right, and that was a defining moment where our blackness and our connectedness was affirmed uh, for me by my school. Um, just being black and being in a place that uplifts your blackness and, that just and gave puts me it on chills. a pedestal. You know, we was outside in the oh, rain for we six were in hours. the rain, and we were not deterred. Like, like, like that song, "We Shall Not Be Moved" in mm -hmm. the spirit of our. Ayana, can you describe um, that time for the people that's listening? Because I know. Oh, oh, everyone had long lines throughout the country, but I don't think anyone experienced what we experienced. Oh, it was hours of waiting outside in the rain, in the cold, on a long... I was outside for six hours. Yeah, it was hours. Um, what they're trying to do now was voter suppression, and it was like on our campus, because we, we voted back in the mailroom, right? What, that was where we casted our ballots. The old it wasn't on the campus. It, it was supposed to be in the sub, because I, I was a student leader at this time, it was supposed to be in the sub, but it was crazy because something happened to where they were not allowing us to. to the county rejected it. Our own voting poll on campus, which would have been easier for everybody. So instead, they made us go to this, like this other place that was close to town, but we still college students right. have no cars. Got to figure out how to get there. So as leaders, we had to figure out how to get. The campus, um, you remember those uh, white uh, vans, seventeen passenger vans. How yeah, many? Yeah, vans? yeah. Those passenger vans. We got those as like shuttles to go back and forth to drop people off and pick them up. That's how important the election was to us. We also had people in droves, and you didn't care if you knew the person or not. You was like, "Hey, driving people, yeah. can I hop in the car with you?" That's how serious it was. And Miss, I'm gonna say this one last thing. Miss Royal had all of the student leaders banging on doors, running through the new building, running through all the dorms. Everybody was assigned doors, banging on the doors, asking folks that they vote or not. And if you didn't vote, what do I need to do to help you go to the poll to go vote? That's how it's just, just that spirit. It's just that spirit. You you're not gonna get that um, anywhere but in HBCU. When I I had like uh, Dr. Millett for senior senior thesis and and i was a sociology major and so in my senior year we had to write like this ridiculous research paper and then we had to go do a conference and he took all these little black students from lincoln university into west virginia with all these white students at this sociology conference and it was a really big conference and you know he he spoke over us he spoke favor over us he was he was firm but he was like listen y'all are supposed to be here so when you get up there and present, don't don't make anybody make you believe that you're not supposed to be in front presenting on what you have worked on and what you've worked on all year. Like you deserve to be here like everybody else. And it was that that pouring into to young minds and young adults that I for myself, I speak for myself, but I know that others can share, shaped me into the person and the proud black woman that I am just by being in a place where our educators like really parented us. Like Yes. Dr. Baba Tunde, first day of class, like, I am your yes. father. Yes. I am your father. <laughs> you he was a judge of elections during that, that, um, that time we voted. Right. And I remember him being in there like, stay patient. Right. Because, like, if I can paint, for our listeners, if I can paint this picture for you guys real quick, the place that we voted in was literally probably about 600 square feet. And you only, they only had two voting booths. And when I watched the, the news video last night, it said that they were bringing about 1,900 students to vote 
So a place that only had two voting booths that was 600 square feet and had four, four to five election poll workers in the building. Of course, it took us that long. And not only we and had there were people booth. picketing us, there were people hackling hack, hack us as we waited for hours to deter but us. For from me, our, I got into an argument vote. actually with somebody from Lincoln. And I remember the lady like, no, no, no. Like, no, like it was bad. Cause I told the boy I would pour bleach on him. That's how bad we were arguing. <laughs> and this lady was like, no, we, we're not, this is what they want. They mm-hmm. want you guys to start getting divided. They want you to start getting all broken apart. Go ahead. They want you to like, you know, do these things. You are going to stop. I mean, cause I was arguing with him bad. I didn't gave this boy my address, told him catch me in the hood. Like it is what it is. Because we were out there so long and he was like jumping in line and I was getting frustrated. I'm like almost in that last lane that where I probably only had an hour and y'all just jumping in. And but I remember her like saying and like looking at us like I felt like it was my aunt talking to us like we are not doing this. Not here. This is not what you're gonna do now. And I was just like, let me pull it together. Mind you, I it was business, like for some reason it was like some business attire day. For NCNW, this one Heather left me with NCNW. So I'm outside in a fucking suit, in the rain, rock ready, bop, ready to throw throw bowls. And I really was like, "You're right. I did not come this far. We did not like." Mm-mm. Yeah, it was bigger no. than right. That moment was bigger than that. Yeah. It's just crazy because talk about it, just it, it brings me to tears because one, we are also right now currently facing one of the biggest elections. Of our mm-hmm. and it's just crazy because before this before Trump got in the office it was one of the biggest elections then it was as serious as it is now it was that serious then but we had to go through all of this with the president we have now to feel like how serious this uh, this new election is and as much as I understand that so those certain people who maybe don't want to vote or like feel opposition on both vote for both candidates I just, for me, I just think about being in that line for four hours, hungry, um, mm-hmm. experiencing voter suppression, experience people trying to get you to split the vote, like, and which they're not supposed to do, you know, trying to get you to like, oh, we know you're going to vote for Obama, but vote for all these like Republicans for these smaller, you know, for these different um, like local positions. I just remember being on the phone crying to my mom, like, I'm tired. I want to go home. We've been staying, we're all standing here hungry and tired. And I want to, all I want to do is vote. And my mom was like, stay in line. Like it felt like you felt the, the, the spirit of your ancestors in that moment. Like you felt what it meant to like have to go through some shit for change. And that's what made that moment bigger for all of us. I feel like that's some shit we will never forget in our life. And if you didn't give a damn about politics before, if you never had voted before, if you never voted again, you will never forget that one election. And I just remember going through all that. And that weekend, Joel had to go to work. And I was at home with Sanaya. And I remember watching the election dog. And I remember when they said Barack Obama won. And I just remember lit, just, just, bawling in tears with the family as they mm-hmm. you know accepted their the nomination but then when they were panning to Howard 
and all the HBCUs across the world and in China and just everybody was so happy that that had happened and we never experienced nothing like that again. We right. gonna experience this time around. Y'all better get out there and vote. Can this? Can I do that? Can I put a plug in here right now? Y'all better get out there and vote. I don't care Amen. how you do it. You need a ride. You in Brooklyn? You need a ride. I give you a ride. Get to the poll. <laughs> vote. Vote early. Get up out there so we can feel that same sense of pride I, when we do what I we think, need to do this time around. We need to do it again this time around. But I think one thing that everybody's story kind of resonates is family. And even though you'll see us on Instagram like going at each other with rivalries. Like when it comes to like standing for HBCUs, like we are all one. So like okay. even like Cheney and Lincoln. You better not talk nothing about Cheney. We could talk you. about Cheney, but y'all better right. not say nothing. Thank you. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this. You do not. You could if you have not been to HBCU, if you not have been a part of his culture and seeing how things can just things just get messed up, get twisted around conversation, what people say about the university, you do not put your lips on another. You will not. I will never let right. you. Come have a seat. That's right. our statement. Uh-huh. Cheney and Lincoln are the only two schools that are up north. Now we can go back and forth all day about who's first, and I can give you the real facts around that. Lincoln is the first right. degree granting university. Cheney is America's right oldest right institution right of colored learning. I will never take that away from them. I will never let anybody else take anything else away from them. You can try it. I will talk crap about them all day. So if you're listening to me, and you felt like you wanted to throw shade at one of us. No, mm-hmm. I'm a yeah. I, I think I think that sense of community is something that we all build, no matter what HBCU you went to. You bring your resume into a new job, yep. and that manager happened to be a graduate of such and such university. It's like a I see you moment. There. Yeah, you know, and I even see, if you don't it. necessarily get the job, you have found another way to network. Like the networking is just crazy. When you meet another, yes, it's a certain respect that when you talk to people and maybe they might see a keychain or you wearing a sweatshirt and it's kind of like this aha, like you, you see each other. No, you're a part of the, you're a part of the fold. And, and deeper than that, you can go to another HBCU. Yes. You can go Mm -hmm. to another homecoming season at a campus you've never been at and you will feel right at home. Yeah, you will. it's a spirit. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a spirit. That Wait, mm-hmm. Speaking of the spirit, speaking of the spirit, Ariana, I just want to take it to this only because we, 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 we touched on so much and I'm, I just love this conversation. We got to figure out how to like keep this kind of stuff going for, you know, future episodes, but the spirit of homecoming is its own spirit. Right. Yeah. And I feel like that's the one thing that all HBCUs have in common is coming together every year for this one event that we unfortunately cannot come together physically for due to COVID-19. But what's also cool is seeing how everybody's trying to do what they can virtually. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I would say in remembrance of the physical homecoming that we cannot have right now, what is homecoming for the folks that do not know and also what is homecoming to you like what do you miss about it what do you love about it is it the music is it the culture is it the food like is it the people is it the seeing everybody what is it for you it's the all of the above right yeah (laughs) it's all Mm -hmm. homecoming is literally it's coming back home i think that's why they call it homecoming It's a reunion. It's a family reunion, first of all. Even if you don't know some people's name, because you know how you know people, but you don't know their name. And you're like, hey, girl, hey, 
niggas. Hey, what's up? Mm-hmm. You don't know their name, but you know them. It's a it's a, a distant cousin reunion. It's seeing the people that you love and but you don't get to love on in person all the time. It's the the parties, it's the reliving some college days. Cause I don't know about y'all. After I hit 30, I can't my shoulders creak, my knees hurt. So I can't pop like I can't pop like and drop it like I used to. But when I get there at homecoming, I be stretching before I get there. So I can bust out a percolator right quick. You know, it's it's reliving, it's reliving old days. It's it's rem- reminiscing on things. It's good to sit around and be like, yo, remember when? Remember when I'm gonna throw Crystal out there? Remember when Crystal jumped out of Randall and broke her leg? Stuff like that. You know, it's like, it's, it's all of the above. And the spirit is just, I came home and I'm with family and I'm embraced with family once again. Like I love Mm -hmm. pulling up, driving down funky route one Yep. and I'm getting real close. And when I get right there to when I veer off, I see that sign that say Lincoln University and that arrow, that point to the left. I made it. I made it. I made it. I'm home. You really do feel like you're coming home. And that's, that's the point of homecoming. You you yeah. know what's funny? What growing up, because like we was kind of like broke and stuff. My family did like my dad's side of family. We did have like family reunions, but you know how like fa- for the family reunion, it's always a cost. Like oh, mm-hmm. your t-shirt, your hotel, your food. Mm-hmm. All that stuff. So mm-hmm. like we never my my mom like from my mom, me and my sister, we never went because we never had the money to go. So I feel like. I got to experience the family reunion that I never got to experience right. uh, in college. I feel like uh, homecoming is the collegiate family reunion yeah. that it every is. family has. Old and heads be up there, be class of 58. They be more lit than we be lit. Yeah. Like, they stay up for 13 hours. Like, come on down. It's such, such that tailgate like in-person tailgate nature where it's like mm-hmm. you can go on any plot you can go anywhere on campus you know you can eat on wherever you can get a drink from wherever like somebody's going to greet you with like love and like just right welcome so, yo so for me homecoming right is all of this homecoming is all this that y'all saying but homecoming in lincoln is sometimes weird for me though why you know, it's you like too why? Many crews. i don't have a crew now uh-huh. and that's the thing like because one, I'm younger than y'all. Most of you guys um, are in a part of like sororities or connected to like, you know, Tasha was connected to Kappa. And then I always talk to a bunch of different people. I never, I didn't have, like you guys really became that solid crew after college. Like I ran with y'all, but then I also would hang with my silly people. Then I would have this group of people and then I would have that group of people. And so it was like, I never had no constant group. And when you come to homecoming, you come with your constant group for the most part, unless you're a part of an organization. So sometimes I get to homecoming and I'll be with one group of people that wasn't really my everyday. And I kind of like, eh. and then like, I want to talk to these people, but then they like, I don't know. It's always weird for me. And then but the for last me, I kinda, I'm in that same position, but that's lit to me. I like that I was able to bounce around. I, you know, I, like I, I, I pull up on any plot on any block and be good. Like, yeah. like you know, I like the fact. I mean, I get there it because you know, no one know I feel awkward, but I'm definitely like, uh, like where do I? Like, I but everybody see. know you, Dom. So you lit. You lit. That's why nobody probably would know I feel awkward because I really just like, like last homecoming, 
I spent it with someone who didn't even go to Lincoln. The guy from that runs HBCU Pride Nation was up there. Oh, and yeah. I ended up hanging with him the whole night. That's cool though. You got that little like uh yeah. that's it. Oh. next next homecoming, pull up on me. Pull up on me. We should roll together for next homecoming because I'm like, for it. I had like I said, I hadn't been to homecoming. Before 2018, when we did our uh, 018 year reunion, I hadn't been there in a long ass time. So I really didn't do none of that. Like, yeah, in previous years, I had been on the cap plot because, you know, because, you know, being sweetheart and Joel, but like for real, for real, I always used to float, you know what I mean, around to like to different people because Listen, I be lost. I come with a crew and then they lose yeah. me and I just be everywhere. I be yeah. like, where have you been? I'm like, I don't know. They lose me. I be lost. <laughs> no, I do be everywhere. And that's what I'm saying. Nobody would know because I be everywhere. I do things, but I always have like a sense of awkwardness. Like, hey. that's not right, when I get 45, I'm letting y'all know now. I'm giving y'all a warning. When I get 45, I'm gonna be a cougar out here, and I'm gonna be trying to bag and teach these little young things. I'm gonna be out here trying to learn. <laughs> Girl, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be up at Lincoln and Randall. Like, hello, young man. Hello, young man. <laughs> I remember when I used to go here with a <laughs> no, with Selena, a bowl on. I, I want to get the newest line of the Q dogs. I want to meet all the newest lines for the Q dogs. No, so we going to Selena. We going to Selena. <laughs> Do y'all think that homecoming is different, or like, because like we're talking about East Coast homecoming? Do y'all think it's different from? East Coast homecoming to like down south homecoming, like school. Oh, definitely. I what Selena had to say about homecoming, though, I kind of wanted to know what her thoughts on like what it oh, meant to her. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh well, you know, I love homecoming. Um, I'm kind of excited. Well, I really don't care. I really didn't care about it this year. I ain't gonna lie, because I'm pregnant. So I'm about to go be to enjoy it. But homecoming, like Ayana said, it's it's definitely a family reunion it's a sense of just reconnecting with your family with your friends it's just a good time I know for me because I live in Delaware everybody stays at my house so homecoming is not just having fun it's like literally every like this is hotel Rutherford every single year whether <laughs> I go to homecoming or not it'd be <laughs> like 20 people staying in my house <laughs> and we just be having a Oh no, she's Teddy Riley today. I, I just love homecoming. Did you Wait, just say that one more time? She said she just loves homecoming. Ooh. She said she just loves homecoming. You were going in and out. Oh, I was. Yeah, you okay. I, do, I do it all the time, girl. It's okay. We twins. <laughs> we have no plants either. It's okay. We twins. Yeah. I mean, at the end, it's it's also just like this this ongoing vibe, right? Like. You got all the different crews and you may or may not know everybody in it, but there aren't many people you could really walk up to. And it's kind of going to be like, what are you doing? What are you doing here? Like, it's this ongoing vibe where you can just walk around. It's all laughs. People just shooting the shit, passing each other drinks, handing you a cup, handing you a plate, you know, asking you what you've been up to, going to look over there to see who about to be messy or looking around to see if you could catch the people that's trying to sneak away. Ooh. Like it's just ongoing vibes and just constantly like something to see Ooh, or while do. you're trying to flex. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For their homecoming outfits. Right. <laughs> figuring out who Instagram life don't match what you see in Ooh. the front of you right that's now. Most, that's most hey, so, no, I got I'll an go, even better I'll one. Go. 
What? Who the, the married people? Y'all married people be going homecoming, and I'm Messy. like, well, ain't you married? Messy. Single as as a dollar bill, honey. Wait, stop. This is why people girlfriends don't be wanting them to come to homecoming. Right. <laughs> no, for real. Married people. Like, real. I didn't see some weird. I didn't see some real weird flexes on the dance floor at some of them parties, and I'd be mm. like, y'all, y'all see this? <laughs> oh, but wait, y'all, y'all this the Listen, the married people that go to homecoming, but. Because we old heads now, we know the history from who used to deal with each other back in mm-hmm. the day. Yeah. So it'd be funny when you start seeing certain people lurking around other mm-hmm. folks, or you see them like you like, nigga, you married now, or like, mm-hmm. you know, but like, not for the night, not for the <laughs> night, not for the night, or that, or that weird that people that come out the woodwork that ain't never said nothing to you. Then they get up the homecoming and they get a little courage to shoot their shot. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, wait, where you done came from? Go back. Wait, Ayana, Heather said this meme earlier, and it, that remind me of it. Uh, it was like when um that person that you've been cool with since freshman year, but you still don't know their name. Yes. <laughs> ah, yes. Oh, I got a lot of old. I hit him with the boo. I call everybody boo. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Now, one thing that Tasha mentioned earlier was about like up south, I mean, up north and down south. So I've been to Tennessee states and I've been like kind of the Howards. What I like about ours is like Shaquan said, ours is kind of intimate and you know they're there for a purpose. Where like at Howard, you could have never went to Howard or an HBCU and you just there. The Tennessee state, up. like it's like this big like function where it's like, you know, I may know you, but you don't know somebody else for, like the next 20 people. Where it's like literally you may know or have seen everybody that's owned the yard at one point in time uh-huh. before. So even our school is small. I like that intimacy about it, though. Yeah, it's not like another it's 40, thing, people outside. Another difference that I've seen because I've been to a few home, homecomings down south and uh, Midwest, and another thing that I've seen is like they are really around like their sports, like the football team. Yes. like that is the big, big thing. And, and you know, Lincoln, shout out to our, our Lincoln sports team, but we never, we usually have that. Have it. We yeah. we had to, you know, have a connection outside of sports. But like down south, like the football down south, they don't play about their teams. Mm-hmm. They don't play about the pep rally and and the bands. Like Man. that's like that's Girl, like homecoming. homecoming for them. And that's that's the a part of homecoming. The like it's a game happening. It's yeah, a game you know, I, I, even, I ain't never been to a game. I went to homecoming. I, I ain't never been to a football game. I, I never walk over. I never been to one either. Never. Being, no. Being yeah. the founding member of the band, I have yes. been to. Yes, you have. No, we have. Founding we have. We definitely had gone to games before because we got pictures in the stands. We just never watched the games. Yeah, we <laughs> were just we were talking to each other and taking I got, pictures. I definitely got pictures. I we just never watched it. Yeah, we I'm like gonna be asking how to how the team do the I play? Background. I'm like, what team? And they were like, it was the game plan. I'm like, oh. Well, I just walked in and took pictures and then I came out. Chad, I be walking around campus. I be trying to find the Muslim trucks. I be walking around campus trying to get me some chicken and shrimp. Okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, people be like, meet us on the field. I be like, the field where? Right. What's yeah. the <laughs> You mean by Frankie D. Statue? Before. Right. Like, oh, yeah, we do got a football team. Mm-hmm. Was remember- anybody thrown off when they moved Freddie D from the U? Because yes. that messed me up. That messed me all the that way up. That messed me all the way up. Where is Freddie D? He's on the top of you. I know. They done moved him. How you gonna move Frederick? I actually like where he is Everything's now, different. Like when they first moved him, but I do like where he is now. No, like, they had to move him because Heather Carr and everybody else's kept up. running into him. Shut up. So they had to move him. 
Shut he was up. getting oh, hit every other him. month. Heather, oh, or was it licorice? What was your old car? Licorice. Licorice. No, that's mm-hmm. not the one that got crashed. Oh, no, it was the one before licorice. licorice. Wait, I'm trying to remember. Who crashed it? Was it Tobias? Who crashed it? it? That's right. Oh, we name dropping him. He did it. I remember that. Shout out to Tobias. Tobias crashed your car? Yes, girl. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I didn't know we have it. We'll I thought it was like some type of undercover drug dealer, but I wasn't sure. So we had like the day her car got crashed, we had an NCNW um like banquet or something, and I'm like asking all these questions, like, "Well, where's your car at? What's going on? What's the?" She was like, "Girl, not right now. We got to get this done." And I'm like, "Well, where's your car? Can we go ahead? Can we do this? Whose car is this? What are we doing?" Being girl. the little sister, and she's like, "Girl, come, just come on." I'm like, I knew no my question. father was gonna Don't kill me. Okay. I didn't even know her. I just followed the pieces of her car back to the building. (laughs) And I was like, damn, somebody's car is all broken apart. I followed all the pieces back here. And then I found out it was her. And I was like, oh, yeah, that damn girl that be running around this building playing all the time. No, we we all have car issues because I got my car towed before. And I remember I had to like lie. I don't even remember what I told my dad to get some money to get the car out the out the tow company. That's because we had real police officers on campus. We ain't had no public safety. We had yeah. real police officers. They were giving oh, shout out time. to Moody. Shout out to Moody. Oh, oh, he he out the line. Wait, we'll give a little shout out to the uh, officer Moody. Mm-hmm. One homecoming, I got my car told. I was take, about to take um Courtney Tipper. She asked that I take her to the liquor store. I'm Not like, was sure. it the year that I was waiting for you to come get me? Is that what had took so long? <laughs> <laughs> so oh, no, waited no. two hours, but that means to go 45 minutes, okay? You should have called Listen, Uncle Arnold. Wait, let me he, had a, he had a shuttle that used to uh, take Oh, me. I'm not getting on that shuttle. Oh, the school Arnold. bus! Shaquan, can we can't wait? Can we tell this story? Refresh me, is Shaquan. I'm gonna tell him. Oh, oh my god, yeah. Shaquan and I had English lit. What was the teacher? I don't even know her what her name. I Miss- forgot her name, but she was so nice. She was so nice. She was the nicest teacher, and it was final. It was the day of finals, y'all. Yes. But it was also the first hot day. It was when the season had broke, like spring had just broke, and you know, people used to put on a flyest outfit yeah. on, on the first, the first hot day, day mm-hmm. and flex oh around God. you. And flex around the sub, mm-hmm. and Shaquan and I knew that we had an English final. We knew we had we all know. intention we of were not going. Aware. We got cute. <laughs> I got cute, honey. I had put on my little coach sneakers, the little rainbow ones, and I, I had on a jean skirt and a little turquoise polo. Shaquan had guys cute. We was cute. I had just had mm-hmm. somebody stole a weave in for me. I was real cute. And me and Shaquan walked around campus stunting, profiling. We was in the cafe. He was like, oh, y'all look cute today. We was like, thank you. We we knew we had a final. And then people from our class saw us after the final. Like, oh, it was y'all. We was like, oh, we was in the cafe. We was in the cafe. Being cute. Being cute, though. Me and Shaquan went and lied to the teacher talking about we had went to Walmart and the scoop bus left us. Left and us. Get back on campus. <laughs> and he let us make up the final, but we was right there on campus profiling. Oh my God. That, it was a white lady. Y'all ain't shit. She was like, oh my God, I can't oh believe my God. How could that happen to you? And we were like, we were so hurt for us. 
Yes. He was so hurt for us and we was lying. We was lying. Yeah. And then let us take the final. Thank you. Y'all ain't serious. Oh, she was married to um the African teacher, the math teacher. What's his name? To, uh, to, to, um, to Come on, Miss Chickwam. Miss Chickwam. Chickwam. That was her. Miss Chickwam was her name, Shaquan. Sorry, Miss Chickwam. Sorry. I used to go over Miss uh, uh Doctor Chickwam house, and he used to make me some kind of African stew, something. <laughs> he was like, I, he, we was family. I forgot. Doctor Chickwam was funny. But Remember I he always had that red cup in class. Let me tell y'all something. Ain't nothing worse because we talk about being ain't shit. I just want to say this. Ain't nothing worse, okay? And this is a little transparency moment than being on the scoop trying to go to Planned Parenthood for a Plan B pill. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and that's, it. that's a real struggle. That's a real struggle. And that should take you probably about an hour to get there. So the whole time you think, Am I pregnant? Damn, that's a real struggle, girl. That's I'm gonna be pregnant on that's this. A humble, that's a humble struggle. That's a humble struggle. <laughs> Wait, Nana, remember when you took me to Planned Parenthood? <laughs> I had to get on a scoot though. Nana drove me. Thank parents, friends with cars. I don't know how I made it. At Shout least four years we caught without a car. I don't know how I made it. Parents, this is what happens when you leave your kids in college. They gotta figure things out with their girlfriends that don't know anything. Either. Parents, send your children with condoms. Send them with condoms. Parents. Please do, especially for homecoming. Please. Praying all the bitches that have fucked up the night before. We was all over school. Praying. Group of y'all? Oh, Lord. Lord, my Lord, please don't let us all be praying. I can't. <laughs> Listen, so let's not get them everything. Um, We're going to do a part two about homecoming. So we're going to bring this one to an end because we know y'all like to live vicariously through people that want to, want to HBCUs. So we're going to wrap this up. Ayana, since you're the poet here and you know it, you the author, and they all should buy your shit. <laughs> Close up with uh, Auntie Jim today. Yes, I'm, I'm an artist, and I'm sensitive about my shit. Um, hey, now. Yes, okay. okay. So this, I'm so glad that y'all asked me to do this because I'm actually uh, working on writing a daily motivational book. Oh. Uh, okay. So this is right in line with what I'm working on. And so Look my how God works. I hope y'all don't mind I read it, but I wrote my message and my message about vision. Vision is defined as the ability to think about or plan the future with imagination and wisdom. What vision do you have over your success? Can you clearly see you thriving, winning, striving, and doing great things? I see those things in you and for you. God sees you as worthy of the plans he has for you, but most importantly, the vision you have for yourself. What do you see yourself doing and being in the future? Start working towards those goals now. Your future is as bright as your light. Make sure and shine. Be great and have an incredible day on purpose. You heard it first. Yes. Quote that. Quote that, honey. Clear and I'm yes. telling y'all, I'm telling y'all, I switched up. Y'all know that song, I'm Living My Best Life? Yes. yes. Up to I'm living in my best light. Come so. on. Yes. Living your best light, y'all. Come on, Auntie yes. Jess. Exclusive. Exclusive. Yes. Right? Yeah. Sound effects. effects. Sound effects. Um, Ayana, can you please, Um, I know this is for your book, but I need to print that out and put it on my wall. Thank I'm you. I'm going to text it to all y'all. I'm gonna Thank text you. I like that. Shaquan, as we end, can you sum this episode up for us? 
What would you say about this episode? We lit. <laughs> Period, bitch. Period. 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 So on that note, bye, guys. Bye. bye. Thank bye. you so much for joining us today. Me. Thank you so much for joining us, Ayana and Selena. And thank you to everybody that's listening. We'll catch you next time on the Auntie Hour. Hell Peace you! Out. Shout out to the Auntie Lincoln Pride. Hell you! Lincoln Pride.